0: Doug and Marty versus The World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and Spots.com. Round one, go. I have to admit, I miss it, brother. What do you miss, brother? The summer. The, I miss the kids. summer. <laughs> have I been know. cold all day. Do you, you ever have one of those both. days? It's like, it's like, I can't get warm.
1: Yep. Until about two o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden I take out the
0: layers. I'm hot now. Yeah, but- exactly. No, it's just, uh, you know, welcome to January. Now we've got, uh, this is the last weekend of January. Yes. And we're moving to February. And I, I actually saw a pastor friend of mine send out a thing. He said he was going to have early spring next week. So uh, for his message, so he wanted everybody to dress for spring and everything else. I'm like, I'll dress for spring if I can wear a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I being will cold tell you though, man.
1: I know I know <laughs> personal friends, and I don't think you did this, but a lot of people were complaining on how long the summer was this last year. We had a great oh, summer. not me, brother. But it was so beautiful. Oh, it was great, and then like oh no, here comes the winter. You know, so I don't like being cold. as You know that. Anyway, this is Doug and Marty versus the world as we start the show. Uh, Doug, you know, I have a question for you. This is yes. a, the big news of this week. Uh, of course, there's lots is of news. Is that I
0: will not be on the Supreme Court?
1: Yes. That is one of those things. The I, not the news there. It's a okay. sad thing there. Yes. But that is the news where I'm going, brother. Okay. I, the question I have for you, though, is we went through, you know, Kavanaugh, remember, and all the me, stuff man. that came out that was in the closet that weren't, didn't exist. Brett, Brett, Brett
0: Kavanaugh, you know my yeah. son's name's
1: and, Brett, right? Yes, and then Gorsuch and then Coney Barrett, right? Neil All Gorsuch, them, you know that
0: the first man on the moon was
1: named Neil. Yes, it was, Armstrong, right? Yeah. And so, you have three of them that really the circus went crazy, the political yeah. left. So, now we Absolutely. have a chance for well, the political right to go crazy. You think they will or do you think they'll
0: just roll Absolutely over? Absolutely not, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, uh, no, it's going to, you, gonna, think there's, you know, okay, so look, look here's the yes. scoop. It's got to be a black woman, right? Okay, so we can't have a Native American, we can't have Hispanic, we can't have white for sure. Um, can it be a trans woman? Can it be a dude that wears a wig? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Uh,
1: in their own logic, uh, would they go crazy woke on that and say, No, you can't do that, or can you? Because once again, you know, like I, the- I,
0: I found an article this week and I posted on Facebook and it just really made me mad. And it was a, a one of the Penn State parents of one of the mm-hmm. girls on the swim team, and mm-hmm. he was lamenting that his little girl never is never going to get to go to the Olympics because of that dude that right. is the girl, the trans, the uh,
1: trans, the 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 guy that's transitioning that still has all the testosterone and all the muscle built and the capacity and so yeah, forth. And yeah, six it's not foot fair. five. Yeah, it's it's like Michael <laughs> Phelps going down trying to be um, anyway swim on it, the girls' team. I've, I have a question though. It's I know that during the the. A lot of things Joe Biden said during his campaign, he's gone 180 degrees different. He's not a unifier. He's not, you know, Uncle Joe. He is a uh, angry, old, um, sort of confused You kids, get off guy. of my country. Right. You know, calling um, the Fox reporter an SOB, you know, a stupid SOB, all that kind of stuff. That was so crazy, dude. Even though he said it has to be a he black He didn't say woman. SOB
0: either. He said it.
1: I know he said the full thing on, uh, uh, on live on mic for national TV. Yes. I get it. You know, FCC should go after him or something. Um, but that said, do you think there's any chance? I hope there's not. I'm praying there's not that he actually, actually puts Kamala Harris up for nomination. What do you think?
0: Now that's a nomination I could get behind brother. <laughs> 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 Just to get her out of the, the line of succession. Are you kidding me on every
1: single Court that's coming up, you know, what, a pro-life, I mean, the uh, life issue,
0: Roe VUA, all yeah, the other stuff there. that stuff's all going to be over by the time he retires. So I all get those, All those things will be announced in June. He's retiring in June. Right. And then, but, the, the you know, the, the, he's the guy. This is the guy that said we shouldn't politicize the court and everything. And he did this because he knows the chances of them keeping the Senate after November 8th Yep, is uh, which nine. was by the way. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln got his second term on November eighth, eighteen sixty four, brother? I did not know that. Was Interesting. One those, another one of those late uh, election days. That's as late as it can get. Okay. The it Interesting. Has to be the first Tuesday after the first Monday is what the Constitution well
1: says. they're counting on losing the Senate and the House, as you said. So they want to do an appointment. It's going to be like this mad rush to appoint whoever it may be, and of course they're saying it may fix. Um, Joe Biden's problem because no one likes Kamala. She's less likable than Joe is. So the one way of getting her off the train of the vice
0: president is to appoint her for the Supreme court. But so I think what we should do is appoint her to the Supreme court. She resigns the vice presidency and then don't approve her. Exactly. Her there we go go. Into the dustbin of history where all weird people like her should go former slave owners and all that, that she is. Um <laughs> Well, there's, there's going to be a Come lot. On. There's going to be a lot to talk about. And I think we should maybe just let's save it Okay. Uh, because I, I want to jump in because, you know, you and I were down in Phoenix the week before Christmas and we were at Turning Point USA. And there was um, there was two people that we got to interview that I forgot about. And I found these interviews and I was going through my my stuff this week. And it's a senator and a house member from Air, the Arizona State Legislature. And these uh, two uh, gentlemen, in this case, there was a lady too, but I did not get to interview her. Uh, she was busy. I know. Yeah. They were uh, They were gracious with their time, gave us a few minutes to, to talk to them about election integrity. And so I, I kind of wanted to do that. And so I've invited our dear friend, Tambourine Borelli, to join us. And... Because she is, that's this is like near and dear to your heart, right? Tambourine
2: Borelli? <laughs> I'd say it's probably, um, I don't think it could get near or dearer.
0: The, the only thing near and dear to your heart is Jesus. But other than that, <laughs> this election integrity. <laughs>
2: Hallelujah. Matters, Amen. Right. Come on. Right.
0: And, um, you know, and I mean, Marty, I know tambourines work at night and day. She, How many lawsuits do you have going right now?
2: Oh, my goodness. Uh, actually eight, even though one, uh, we are battling because, uh, the judge, and I can tell you about this later when we get into it, uh, he improperly dismissed it. Um, okay. So, so we seven have and there's
0: one that's kind of been like <laughs> pushed aside, but you know, eight lawsuits and, and more to come, right? I mean, this is, this is kind of like you're just getting warmed up. How many counties are there in Washington? Like 49, 39, 39, 30, <laughs> 30,
2: 39. We have there's, eight there's counties, 39
0: counties and there's 57 yeah. states. And you know, I'm quoting Obama. So <laughs> I was gonna say, Where are you going with that? Come on. <laughs> so, so if I could, If he can add seven more States, I can add 10 more counties. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's par for the course. Um, I know. I already know there's there's 50 states. There used to be less though, so they started with 13. So they've they've been adding states. So we may get to 57 someday after we conquer Ukraine, but uh, that's another story. Um, but <laughs> um, hey Doug, remember when you wanted to invade
1: Canada? You don't have to anymore. All the 50,000 truckers up there are doing doing it for you. Come yeah,
0: on, <laughs> you got to bring oh, that up. Canada. Don't you? Gwen? He's he's bringing it up all the time. I think I think we can take them. There Honestly, <laughs> I do think we can take it. Um, so, any rate, so Arizona did this audit, and they found problems. And yes. so, uh, Tambourine uh, mentioned off the air that there's about 3,000 Borellis running around uh, the United States and probably another at least five or 600 in Canada. And uh, <laughs> so, what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with Senator Borelli. Let's listen to what Senator Borelli had to say to us uh, at Turning Point USA uh, just a, a few weeks ago, and uh, and then we can uh, and then we'll talk about it.
3: I got to run, man. I got to catch airplane. All right, go ahead and
0: introduce yourself again. I'm uh, Senator
3: Sonny Borelli. I'm from Legislative District Five, which is Mojave in La Paz County. I like to say uh, I, I protect three quarters of the west coast of Arizona. From the left coast, and yeah, I could see
0: California from my house. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and so you guys just conducted this huge audit here in Arizona. All right, the question is was there problems? Oh, well,
3: yeah. I mean, we found thousands of ballot envelopes that were not signed, barely even, they, they did no signature verifications. We have. We feel that there's sufficient evidence that it proves that there was counterfeit ballots, that they looked like they were Xeroxed off, a ballot was Xeroxed over and over and over. All that's physical evidence that the Attorney General's Office got to look at. So we can't determine that outcome, because so
0: they can. But So was the, so was many, the, was the election stolen? Yeah. Well,
3: the voter. Well, look at it. the voter registration, look, you got more people registered to vote, right? Yeah. That technically don't even reside there. We're finding evidence that people in Washington state, voted in Washington state, and also voted in in Arizona. I'm like, wait wait a minute, we need to track this down. Who are these people? Did you make a mistake Were you a snowbird? What's up, you know? So you think we need an audit in uh, Washington state? state, Every state should be doing this. Government audits all the time. I was in the Marines for 20 years. Every time we turned around, it was an inspection. That's what keeps things rolling, makes sure that, you know, when everything's done right. Uh, Elections, audits should be no different. It's a government
0: function. So, what advice do you have just for the rank and file person, say in Spokane County or over in Seattle? Get involved.
3: This is your country. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be, we had a saying in the Marine Corps: complacency kills. We got complacent. We just went ahead and figured everybody's gonna play by the rules. You know, sometimes people do things either through negligence or just sloppiness. Let's look at the on election night. What's what are they most concerned with on election night? The media wants instant results. Mm -hmm. So when you got people working, the pressure's on. Hurry up, hurry up. So, we want speed or we want accuracy. We need accuracy. We don't need speed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you, Senator. Yeah. My God pleasure. bless you.
3: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Okay. So, that is uh, Senator Borelli. And I mean, there's a, that's two minutes, but that's a packed two minutes of stuff. Tambourine, I just want you to comment. What do you think? What stuck out to you in that interview? So,
2: yeah, as I was listening to him, the one thing that was blaring to me uh, is an acronym. E-R-I-C, and you know what that is, Doug. ERIC, Electronic Registration Information Center. Uh, The voter rolls uh, is a really huge part of this scam that has been perpetrated on the American people. ERIC uh, was the darling of our former Secretary of State, Kim Wyman, uh, in her freshman year, 2012. Uh, Eric is supposed to uh, help auditors on the local level clean the voter rolls from people who are deceased, uh, from people who have moved out of state. Um, Everything uh, that disqualifies a voter is what Eric has in their massive database. So uh, the fact that Uh, this is not being done. The information is there. And when asked, uh, Kim Wyman said that the responsibility falls on the individual auditor. So if the voter rolls are not cleaned, then they have the information but are not using the information to purge the voter rolls. And dirty voter rolls is where phantom ballots can come from because we have our very loose now, now vote somebody, somebody's
0: somebody's got to know that those voter rolls are dirty and they got to vote that ballot
2: right well yeah the, they have to be in a position to know for instance that's what's so concerning the information of eric is so vast they know how many non citizens are registered to vote which by the way our organization we see you uh, has multiple counties where uh, we have the number of non-citizens who were registered to vote. For instance, in your county, King County, there's 34,000 non-citizens registered to vote. And we do have evidence in two of the counties where ballots were accepted in the names of those non-citizens. So
0: 34,000 so, is more than two. <laughs> and that, you know, so, you know, but what they say is, oh, it's just a few. But this motor voter thing is a real problem, isn't it, Tamarine?
2: That's a huge problem. And, you know, we filed a writ of mandamus against Governor Inslee uh, to the Supreme Court. Uh, The commissioner, actually, who is the gatekeeper that allows it to go forward, dismissed our writ for failure. Uh, Well, we filed against the governor because of his failure to adhere to Article Six section 1 of our state's constitution under the requirements to be able to vote and so basically we had the evidence we had it was listed on the record of let's say at least maybe 8 to 10 counties thousands tens of thousands of non-citizens registered and the names redacted of the ballots accepted in non-citizens names so basically Uh, we are going to uh, not let that die. We are going to put that into our existing uh, suits that we have as amended complaints. We Mm. also have whistleblower testimony. So it's a huge problem. Bottom line, the voter rolls uh, are uh, basically one of the main keys, how those phantom ballots are being printed out and padding um, the totals there.
0: And of course, uh, Glenn Morgan blew the lid off of this huge getting the, the homeless to register to vote, and then when the homeless went down to get their ballots, they were gone, and they went online and found out their ballots had been voted
1: already voted.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah. This huge, huge, huge problem. Thing. This Hit is one of, by a thousand yeah, cuts for sure. Right.
0: This
1: is one of those things though. What you, the way you described it, when the county auditors are tasked with cleaning the rolls, they don't clean them up. Kim Wyman goes, "Oh, it's not my my thing. It's your thing." Then you have the absolute, where you d- redact these non-citizen voters. That's intentional. There's no accident about that. This is an intentional uh, forgery or, or fraud of these elections. And so that's why we are so concerned. And when I was listening to Senator Borelli there, Doug, he was talking about, you know, it's about versus speed versus accuracy. When have we ever had speed? We want accuracy. We want transparency. We want one
0: ballot, one citizen to vote. They, they used know. to get presidential Presidential elections done in the 1800s on the same <laughs> yeah. day. I understand that. You counted at the brother. precinct. You huh. precinct, at the precinct level. Except the precinct for, reported and they yeah, and the, yeah. I mean,
1: okay. in tw- in 2020, except for the Biden race, for literally 8:02 p.m., but it was called for Biden in our state. We we're like. Oh, well, how that's a little bit early, everybody else had to wait days and days and days to get the final results. Right. Because it it takes quote unquote so long.
0: Yeah. It's 21
2: whatever. days of counting. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because we got to make sure it's the way we want to go. So now the other, the other thing that he mentioned, I think is the chain of custody issue. And we've talked mm-hmm. about that in the past, but that we had envelopes without signatures. He said that was a huge problem because you know, like here in King County, whatever, you got to sign the envelope with your name. And then if the signature doesn't match your vote can maybe not count. So you have to check on it, make sure. Um, and then, uh, counterfeit ballots. Okay. That's a chain of custody issue, right? Tambourine?
2: Absolutely. And the possibility of these counterfeit ballots here in our state is so overwhelming because anybody can print out on their own printer. As long as you have someone's name and birth date, you can go and access their registration and print out a ballot. If the fraudulent ballot is accepted first. Then the real person's ballot uh, does not count. Right. So I right. mean, it's a huge problem. Okay. So um, how do you fix that? Is this is this like get away <laughs> from
0: get away from mail in ballots? Right.
2: Glad you asked, Doug. Uh, because at the end of the day, aside from the lawsuits that we have filed, uh, they are going to help expose. Um, all the corruption. They're going to um, put the evidence that we have that there is a problem. We don't even really need an audit, to be honest, to establish that we do not have transparent, secure, and publicly verified elections. Mm-hmm. So we we have to jump to the solution. Is the solution going to come in the courts? Probably not. We can get a declaratory um, uh, remedy. That they can declare this happened. Uh, they can... Uh, maybe do an injunction to compel the auditors. You have to have your machines uh, certified. But at the end of the day, we don't want machines. We don't want anything that can manipulate our vote. So the machines have to go. Mail-in voting has to go. The part of the HAVA Act, Help America Vote, uh, you you are familiar with that, aren't you, uh, Doug and, and Marty? The HAVA Act was the beginning of the end of honest elections because it centralized our elections. It took away the county's autonomy of our elections and it pulled it all together in one uh, central database. That Mm -hmm. is a huge mistake. We want to go back. We want to turn back the hands of time. We want to uh, go back to the precinct level, yeah. hand counted paper ballots, right? No bigger than a 1500 person precinct and count them mm-hmm. by hand. Full citizen oversight, unbroken chain of custody mm-hmm. uh, with CCTV. And, That's it uh, right there. Right? Yep. It should be a holiday. There's so many things that can be done. Uh, we have and are working on the solution, and we are going to push. So hard in these coming months, uh, a blanket education campaign and push for the people of Washington to rally like you've never seen before and demand because all political power should and does reside with us demand that legislation be made that fixes the problems not just, uh, you know, plays around the the mulberry bush. You know, we want to get straight to the heart of the matter. Okay, I'm going to play our next interview Hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. Go to the next interview, just a sec. We definitely need CCTV. Everywhere there's a a ballot taken or counted needs to be on live TV and recorded. It's it's important for transparency.
0: Well, yeah, and of I, course, I, I've watched all those movies, Marty, where they yeah. put the little thing up and then they cut in. I know the the, the
1: the loop, right? Oh, It's yeah, a loop, that, the, the right? So I but tell you, you
2: know the, how we, we this is how we uh, remedy that. Uh, citizen uh, journalists, uh, yes. for lack of a better term, right? There there will be at least two other people. It could be one from each party, or even a neutral observer having their phones uh, set up and there could be scheduled time periods, how they used to count, all night long. There will be so many eyes on that that they no one will be able to have an opportunity to cheat.
0: What do you it do d- in case of a fire drill, though? Because they seem to have those at King County. A couple at King County, that's right. Only on election night, though. They never have fire <laughs>
1: drills.
2: So in the case of a fire drill, there is uh, there will be designated people who uh, are – Responsible for taking each box of ballot, and there is a designated designated spot where they go directly to to make the ballot safe, always under the view uh, and never out of view of the chain of custody. If they don't
0: actually have a fire, they shouldn't have to clear the building. Exactly right. Speak. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, water leak. Go. Right. It's or- a, it, it, It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So, so let's let's go ahead and listen to the House member here, probably not related to you. <laughs> uh, I think it's Frank Hoffman. <laughs> it's hard no, to say. No, I probably should have researched family, this. I don't think, I, I, think I, I should have researched this before I, I, I offered to do it. But But here we go. Let's listen to this one.
4: Oh, go, ahead, go ahead and introduce yourself again. Jake Kaufman state representative Arizona.
0: Okay, so we just in your in your election yeah. integrity meeting and yeah. obviously election integrity is a big deal up in Washington State as well. So I got my buddy over here Keith Swank who's running for Congress in, in Washington State as am I and he just wanted to know was the election
4: stolen? Well, so in Arizona, again, we had, you know, systemic irregularities and anomalies with regards to the election. And so we conduct an audit so that we can determine were proper procedures followed, was there malfeasance in the process. And what we know is that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, which unfortunately was four members Republican, one member Democrat, they obstructed our process the entire time. To this day, they have still failed to release passwords and logs that we need in order to to fully get to know to the what's bottom. going on, yeah. And so the reality is, we have to continue this. This is why we do audits. This is why we had members of our legislature down in Pima County just last week talking about the irregularities that occurred in Pima County, because county recorders for far too long in Arizona have been allowed to sit back, not have oversight and not have accountability in the process, and do whatever partisan manipulation and tactics they choose when it comes to running our elections. And the Arizona legislature simply put has said enough is enough we are taking back control and look it's gonna take time we have to claw it back because it's been a 30-year creep of government to get to this point but no more we are awake and we refuse to be silent in the face of county recorders who go rogue just like Adrian Fontes in Maricopa County did
0: okay so now your first term How, uh, representative here in Arizona okay and
4: so uh, you were actually elected in 2020 and you just came out fighting right I did, that's exactly right. So uh, look what some of us actually take our oath for office seriously sure. when we say that our job is to defend the constitution of the united states and the laws and the constitution of the state of arizona some of us actually friggin mean it and i'm one of those guys so i'm a proud constitutional america first legislator that honestly i don't need the job it costs me and my family money to do this job so i will go down there and give every ounce i have and lay it all on the field and if at the end of the day i don't get re-elected That's okay. I know I did my job. Right. So what advice would you give to people that are rank and file listeners to our program? A couple million of them. Have courage. Don't worry about what they say because when you get attacked, that means you are over the target. And so don't worry about the mockery, the attack. Sarah Palin today at the America Fest conference said it perfectly when she was asked about the DOJ calling parents domestic terrorists. She said, bring it on. When they attack us, when they mock us for our activism in defense of our kids, that's a good thing. Use that as fuel in the fight. Uh, and that's the same thing when it comes to election integrity. We have to use the attacks uh, as fuel, right? We know that we're over the target because the left, the Washington Post, the Arizona Republic, the New York New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, The Guardian, The Daily Mail, fill in the blank of the fake news media. They hate what we're doing because it threatens their stranglehold on power.
0: Yeah. Now, so Keith is a, a captain in the Seattle Police Department. Keith, let me just ask you a question real quick. They found evidence of people breaking the law. Do they need a motive, or can you, like, arrest people if they break the law? Well, oftentimes you can arrest people for it, but it just all depends what the code is here in Arizona for that. But this is problematic to talk about evidence and it's probable cause there possibly of crime being committed for sure. Yeah. So giving it to the attorney general was the right thing to do.
4: Absolutely. Well, and as I mentioned for far too long, we've allowed our government to operate unchecked and unaccountable with no repercussions. The American people are pissed off right now at the double standard that exists in this country where there's one for the ruling class and the elites and there's another for all of us regular people. That's why in Arizona, we started putting in class 5 and class 6 felonies if you're going to willfully and intentionally violate the election laws that the legislature constitutionally puts in place you will be held accountable and there will be jail time if you're found to be in, in violation of that law
0: do you like that? I like that all right
4: well thank you so much for your time thanks
0: guys i
1: have a question before you off the air as well
0: okay so uh back to uh, the studio here um again Unpacked it. You know, one of the things I forgot to mention about uh, Senator Borelli was he specifically mentioned Washington state, right? He He said that there were people from Washington that voted in Arizona. And that's something that Marty often talks about is how Washington exports our corruption to the
2: rest of the country. (laughs) You know that Washington data was found on the hard drives in Maricopa.
0: Washington state data.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. So, that now well, I did not why, know that. Why is,
2: why is that even possible?
0: Yeah, because they don't connect to the internet. Remember, but that they was do, the big we, lie. They, the right. Big and we know was, that they do. <laughs> whenever I did my recount with King County all oh, they these are ice. They don't collect the internet. Liar, liar, your nose is growing. Why is your nose growing?
1: Um, so, Doug, you know what happens when you um, point the blame at other people and don't actually fix things and, and export it to the rest of the nation? You get promoted, brother. Yeah, you better, you're working for the uh, like Kim Wyman, she got the <laughs> yeah, job
0: exactly at the right. White House now. That's right,
2: that's right. A job well done. They wanted her to duplicate what she did here, the incubator of all mm. of our electoral ills started here in Washington State. Not many people know that, uh, but they wanted her to duplicate what she did. So we need to fight here. the
0: battle here. We need to fight the battle here, everybody. This is important. So um, one of the things that uh, he mentioned, uh, which I know is also near and dear to your heart, my dear, and that is that uh, they had obstruction, uh, lots of obstruction. And, of course, I'm a lead plaintiff on the King County lawsuit, so I know about Perkins Cooey trying to insert themselves in this thing. Uh Um, but obstructing, but he mentioned something that you have often, uh, spoken about, and that is the uniparty, uh, he, (laughs) the obstructors, four of them were republicans.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Doug, this should be a
0: nonpartisan issue, right? This should be, everybody should want their vote to count.
2: It is nonpartisan, because it doesn't matter what your politics are. right? We live in the United States of America. Freedom and liberty to believe what you want, worship as you want, and have the politics uh, as you wish. So the problem is, is that those that, that rule <laughs> this country uh, know that they have to have their hand up the puppet on the right and up the puppet uh, on the left. And so, unfortunately, what's happened here in our elections could never have happened without both um, participating in unity together. So there are the rhinos, and you can spot them can't we because we all they're the ones—they're <laughs> the ones saying, "Look, we can't stop. You know, you got to stop talking about election fraud." You know, we're not going to mm-hmm. have any anyone uh, door knocking for us or, or making donations. If you keep talking about election fraud, they're going to figure, well, what's the purpose of even doing this if our elections don't matter? So you, is that a reason to, uh, like, not address the, the pink elephant in the room? No, mm-hmm. we've got to talk about it more because it's the truth. If we don't address this and fix this problem. I don't care if you're on the left or on the right, if you're green party or libertarian, uh, nothing will matter. So we all should come together m- despite our differences and I, come together on this one thing. Right, Marty.
1: I a hundred percent agree tambourine. I would say there are people on both the right and the left that are afraid to speak up and they need to, need to speak up because they're going to be called and labeled different names. It's time to grow a backbone. But if That's there right. are people on the right and the left, like you said, that make deals uh, there's too much of the stuff behind the scenes that need to be exposed for what it is. It doesn't matter right or left. And we want fair and honest elections. We don't want this um, behind the scenes deal. Like, okay, you can win this one and we'll move this from over here. We'll play nice. It's not about playing nice. It's not about the four corners agreeing to extend Angeli's emergency powers. It's about what's right for us people. We shouldn't be doing this. So elections starts there. If we can't trust them, And the more we find out, the more we find out we can't trust what's going on. So we need to actually look at it, inspect it, clean it up, clear it out. Like you said, start from scratch if we have to, and uh, start from there. Maybe we can trust what happens and hold people accountable.
0: That's the word. uh, Now, the the thing that, uh, of course that I noticed with both of these guys, when I asked them point blank, was the election stolen? They would not answer it. And and I they, think that's they probably- They would not
2: answer it directly. I I noticed that too, Doug. They,
0: they, they really danced around it and said, well, there are a lot of irregularities and there are a lot of problems. Um, how did that go? Okay. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Like, hey, look, there's irregularities, there's problems. We need to get to that so that we can know Mm -hmm. that our elections aren't going to be stolen in the future. Is that, would that be legitimate for me to say that?
2: Yeah. The thing is, the truth is we know what the truth is. Absolutely. They have been stolen. Uh, It's been deliberate. It's been Mm -hmm. um, orchestrated with precision. Uh, The level that it has been done does not just happen uh, you know, willy nilly. This is an orchestrated, uh, collaborative effort uh, they, on both they sides. They call of the those aisle.
0: conspiracies, but you know.
2: But here's the thing: as if conspiracies somehow, uh, you know, don't exist. Of course, they Every exist. Sure. ever since there's been people in power, there they have conspired to stay in power, and it's mm-hmm. naive to think that that that's not the case because it is so it's going to take all of us we the people (laughs) or we the governed (laughs) as as it says you know we hold all political power so it's time that we start understanding that teaching those that don't understand that and coming together locking arms uh, fully empowered with the knowledge and the evidence that we do not have secure elections. We do not have transparent and we definitely don't have publicly verified elections. We don't need an audit to tell us that. We, uh, Washington Election Integrity Coalition United, we see you, we have plenty enough verifiable evidence that uh, what I've just said is the truth in regard to what our elections are not. So now what we do, we have to take the effort now and and do what's the solution. The solution is, without a shadow of the doubt, is we have to get rid of mail-in voting. We have to demand that our elections be taken back to the precinct level. Very doable. Don't let them lie to you and and say there's no way it can happen. Up until
0: just a few years ago, I always went to my mm-hmm. little precinct polling place, cast exactly. my ballot. And it was a paper
2: book. ballot, and that big poll book. Remember, you guys? Yeah, you had to sign yep. it and all that. And there's your name. You show your ID, and then yep. there'll have to be something with the Department of Licensing because l- l- listen, yeah. uh, that that's check mark that the they assume citizenship. They're they're registering tens of thousands of Mm non-citizens that get sent a ballot, which we don't believe, let me just say for the record, we don't believe that there is an influx of non-citizens actually voting. They're terrified. They don't want to jeopardize their future citizenship. They're being exploited by the very people who point the finger like the judge did in Franklin County. It was shameful. Uh, said to the, the other lawyer, I think it was a Perkins Coie lawyer, didn't it disturb you? Didn't, didn't you get the feeling that they were, were uh, being, uh, pointing out a certain demographic because mm-hmm. of, like, in other words, that we were being racist because right. um, in the testimony of the whistleblower, it was said that they were Hispanic right so we believe it's them who are exploiting these uh, non citizens knowing that they'll never uh, come after them for fear of being deported so they use their registrations to print these ballots so we've got to do something to make sure that that doesn't happen uh, either 100%
1: yeah
2: 100% i mean they got to have a they got
0: to have a a plan for hey we know that's not a citizen and we Ear market or something. No, that's so somebody the problem. Eric yeah.
2: has that information, you guys. It has, they have it all. We've
1: been told, now. the listeners out there have been told that it's racist, like you said, for not to allow people to go mail-in voting. That it's easier for senior citizens to mail-in vote. And yet the numbers nationwide and in Washington state are down. The more mail-in ballots they've gotten, the less votes have got counted. People like going to vote. People like me taking it serious. It, it was something they look forward to, getting yeah. off work, going down to the polling station, and actually casting a vote. So, just like they say, more of whatever vaccinations, whatever it, your lower COVID rates—that's not true either. We we have to stop listening to the political, whatever it may be, the agenda, the narrative, and say what actually works. How are we yeah. being more transparent? The, the How do we get back friend. to the thing? Right? Yeah.
0: The truth.
2: The, the truth. And be logical about it. You know, Facts it's very offensive. Right. For um, people of color, for instance, mm-hmm. for, for for you, the narrative to assume that because you're black or Hispanic, you don't know how to get a a, a, a ID. ID card. Yeah. I mean, uh, that that because uh, if you have to go vote somewhere, that somehow you're not going to be able to have access to vote. Really? Can you walk around the block at, to your local precinct? I mean, it's it's really that needs to have a light shed on it because it's Mm -hmm. absolutely that's the racism right there that's racist to and and very offensive to suggest that because someone is a person of color that somehow Mm -hmm. they don't know how to get an id or that they can't walk around the block to vote i mean honestly
0: now one of the things that jake uh had said, Jay Kaufman, a state representative in Arizona, was the fact that there really are no repercussions, right? People get caught doing this stuff and literally nothing happens. Is that you what you you know why thought? that
2: is? Because, for instance, uh, when Wyman was asked, well, has there been anyone ever prosecuted that has uh, a non-citizen that has been found to vote? No was the answer. Why do you think that is? Because they know that and five other different ways that dirty voter rolls are being utilized to print phantom ballots, if they were to start prosecuting people, that would be the end of their fraudulent gravy train. That's why they don't do it.
0: So it is it is a, a thing. And so we have an opportunity uh, in 2022, but we have to, you know, so is the the answer, don't vote? Is that the answer? <laughs>
2: Uh, here's the thing.
0: That's a setup, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. It, listen, this is what I'm going to say. Because uh, you know how I feel, Doug. Uh, how deeply... Um, disturbed. How deeply disturbed <laughs> that I am. Because I know, I know those that uh, control these elections, they still do. So, for instance, for your race, right? What I would love to do for your race, I would love to implement something on your site to have all of your supporters be able to, for instance, uh, you know, when someone buys Bitcoin, they have to uh, upload their ID, they have to uh, prove that it's them, and you could have them do something akin to a signed affidavit saying that they have voted for you or uh, they they intend to vote for you. That way you could get a, a more accurate idea of who has voted for you. If we could implement something like that until we completely remedy this situation, that is the only way I would feel comfortable even saying for people to participate. If there is a way that we can count and track Uh, actual votes, then absolutely in the interim. But all of um, the effort of qualified electors, we should all be coming together and uh, demanding that our electoral system is changed at the legislature. So in in, in a way,
0: it's it's like the ballots come in the mail and it's like somebody drives down the street and they get everybody's ballot out of the mailbox and they go vote your ballot. I mean, that's, that's really like, I mean, that's a physical, if that happened, people would be outraged. Right. But mm-hmm. it is happening. It's happening electronically. It's yes. happening through, through, uh, through fraudulent, uh, ballots or, uh, what, what do you call them? Counterfeit ballots. Yeah. Um, it's happening through a chain of custody things. It's like someone's driving down the street and they're getting your ballot out of the box and your vote. It's is not counting. It's being diluted. Now, I honestly believe that we still need everybody needs to vote. They need to get out and vote. They need to do it because if you overwhelm the system, then it becomes problematic to flip it. So with the with the presidential race, they were able to target some key uh, counties in the country mm-hmm. where they knew they could get uh, the electoral vote. And so and they put everything in that. And that's and that's coming. I mean, the wheels are coming off the chariot. But, um, but thank God that, you know, at least people are paying attention to it. And so I just want to honor you tambourine because you're, you're, you're fighting this fight and, and you and I are friends and we don't talk all the time, but I know when we talk, this is number (laughs) one on your hit parade and you're on this and, uh, you know, thank you for doing that because, um, we got to win this fight. Um, the, uh, I was listening to a, a speech by Martin Luther King Jr. this week, and he said, those who who um, uh, those who resist are those who make uh, peaceful change impossible, make violent change inevitable. And, uh, and I thought, well, that's, that's that's an interesting perspective. And so we need our ballot to work because if our ballot quits working, then it's going to cause real problems at the street level, at the gut level. And we just need to know. We just need to know. We don't care and if the election goes against us. Yeah. We just want to know. That no, it's and that, that's the truth.
2: Yeah. And, a- and if I could just, yeah, you know, yeah sorry. Question ahead, for, no,
1: I have a question for you. This yeah. is a tech question. You may not know the answer. Uh-huh. Obviously, we're like the, the cow is out of the barn. We're trying to get the cow back into the barn. Election integrity, restarting things at the poll balloting, using a technological thing. Right now, you just talked about Bitcoin earlier, the whole blockchain mm-hmm. and the secret... Yeah. What if you had a one of those? And what if you had like a QR code type thing where security, you knew your ballot, you knew when it was counted, you could you could follow up and see where it was in the, in the system. And only you could find it to make sure that so, you...
2: You're, yeah, for instance, yeah. Um, back in 2016, when I was on the board of Election Justice USA, one of our remedies had to do with blockchain. And the only problem now that... I would have with that is now that quantum computing is on the scene, yeah. that is the one way that even blockchain could be hacked. There's always a hack. Um yeah, so machine, machine, machine yep. voting
0: is yep. yep. That makes Correct. sense. Correct.
2: So yeah. if if you know everything else can be technologically, you know, advanced, but if we can dial back the technology into our control, right? Yes. Back to the precinct. And, and get rid of technology and, and have it be where the people are in control of their own elections and have chain of custody, that truly is the one and only way as an election integrity expert and investigator that I would say is how we're going to get our elections back
1: you know that um, Biden called himself, I mean, um, Fauci called himself science himself, right? He incarnates science. So oh, we're going to joke about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but think about this for that, a second. That, How about a, a double blind study? I know. How about a double blind study where we do it the old fashioned way, in person voting, validate it and electronically compare the notes? Right? Every, every election has yeah. to have both. I, mean, yeah. I think that would be a way to do it. That way, we are all satisfied hand counted and electronic and electronics off. We know something's wrong, right?
2: Well, especially if we have systems, we already know that they Mm -hmm. can be hacked. We know that uh, our Secretary of State pushed HB 1068 through to make all of our vulnerabilities uh, cyber-wise for our elections exempt from public disclosure. I mean, they're doing everything but telling us in audible language that they've cheated, and they can cheat because it's set up to cheat. Oh,
0: very frustrating. Well, we're speaking with Tambourine Borelli. She is uh, the head honcho over at WeCU. I love that. W-E-I-C-U. And that's .org, correct? .org, yes. weic org. Why don't you guys go over there right now and make like a five, ten, hundred, thousand dollar, whatever donation <laughs> you can scare up, help them. To do the job, to investigate, to demand uh, that we would have free, fair, and open elections once again. Tambourine, thanks for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much, Doug and Marty. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: God bless you. Well, we'll Good have luck. you back again real soon. Oh, man. I don't know. How do you feel, Marty? <laughs>
1: uh, you know, I saw something while we're talking to Tambourine. You know, we started off with Judge Breyer uh, announcing his retirement. Yeah, about looking for the first black one and then going to the whole election integrity, which has, will eventually end up at the Supreme Court. So it all loops together. While while we're talking, pops up on my social media feed, Babylon B has done it again, brother. They picked the next Supreme Court justice that hits all the woke categories. Guess who it
0: is? Elizabeth Warren, man. Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does.
1: Of course it does. Right? Come on. Yeah. So, I was thinking um, that woman in Spokane, by the way. That ran the you know, in, I thank
0: God, in, God that thank God we got rid of you know. Uh, we we've switched the court. So thank God for Donald Trump. I mean, one thing, Donald Trump did a lot of things great, but that was yes. a good thing. He's also given us a lot of judges at the federal level. Yes, over three hundred. So three, uh, three Supreme court judges, 300 uh, federal judges. And, um, but I think tambourine is right. I think that we're not going to be able to necessarily win it in the court. We've got to win it at the gut level. We've got to win it at the, you and me are tired of being pushed around level and we're going to get up and we're going to do something about it. We're going to take, we're going to take a stand. We're going to make an effort. I just watching all those, those semi trucks, in I know. Canada this week that was a that was like amazing. Did you see the video of the tens of thousands of young people marching for life in Washington D.C. This I week, did. Brother? I did. I that looked way worse than any insurrection I ever saw. And they you didn't and call I, that an insurrection. Yeah. You they and, and I scared. talked about this
1: for about four years or five years now. The the reports going up was this next generation was the most pro-life generation we've seen in like five or three or four generations. They're really, they've seen the data. They're not the most Christian or the most conservative, but they're most pro-life. They're like, life is important. The, the data, the science, the ultrasounds, they understand this is a travesty and a, and a grave sin against this nation. So with those appointments at the Supreme Court and at the federal level, has paved the way, as we saw talked about several weeks ago, for them to hear about overturning Roe v. Wade. There's other cases in the pipeline going that direction as well. So, and it, the movement, the momentum is on life's sides, on God's side. It's on the next generation's side.
4: And, and that it, is good it's, news.
0: It's just not unheard of. You know, you had the Dred yeah. Scott decision, which called uh black people property or slaves property. Mm-hmm. You had a pledge... Uh, Plessy versus Sir Ferguson, which made separate but equal, basically enshrined Jim Crow. Uh, these things ended, mm-hmm. and uh, what I loved about what I was watching with uh, with these young people is they they were saying we will be or we are. They didn't even say we will be. They said we are the 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 post row generation. Exactly I thought, right. I, I, I can get behind that. So what you have, of course, what you have politically
1: is you have states like ours, Washington, and California, and New York, and Wisconsin, and others like it, are rushing to implement more lockdowns, to implement more restrictions, to implement uh, a a, um, basically codifying to be a sanctuary state for abortion. So you're going to see, as you said before, and as Rick Joyner has said, the sorting of the states, right? The where the red states and the blue states we're dividing along these value lines. There's going to be the nation will reject this sin on us. You'll have you know two thirds of the of the states that are more conservative leaning that will say no abortions, you know heartbeat bill, whatever it may be. We honor child and mother, and there'll be states like Washington unless we change it, brother. Unless the people
0: listening change it, we can change uh, it. Exactly right. We can right. win this. We can win this if people will get. A, I'll tell you, a small passionate minority mm-hmm. will win every time over a large majority of apathetic people. And so if we just get our passion on mm-hmm. and we get prayed up, but we don't just stay in the prayer closet, we come out of the closet, ready to go, ready to do and to, uh, to obey. And, um, you know, and I'm just, uh, this is happening it's happening right now, you know, and, you know, I was, ne- I was always upset about all these lockdowns as emergency mandates. But, you know, one thing that it's doing, Marty, is it's awakening people to the real reality of what we've been talking about. These guys are playing for keeps there. There's never if if Inslee had his way, there'd never be an end of the emergency. It would be an endless emergency. So, okay? Doug,
1: you yes, uh, absolutely. You know how we talked about Tim Reen. How things start here and get spread around the nation. We've yep. seen in Federal Way where they passed fifteen dollars an hour now. Then Seattle adopted it. Then Tacoma adopted it, and basically the nation went push this agenda, C-TAC, right? C-TAC, yeah. Yes, yeah, CTEC. Uh, and so, and then thank you, Federal Way, CTEC. Uh, we've also seen things ac- across the state where that happens. They try something, a pilot something. You and I have talked about on the radio for about six years now, where things in California is pitched. Something outlandish, like legalizing prostitution. And then they run a bill that gets um, put to the side, not passed, but it's in the conversation. It gets normalized. It gets inoculated. And then behind the scenes at the, at the at 2 o'clock in the morning with no party with party line votes, they pass stuff like comprehensive sex education or critical race theory and so forth. So, Doug, I was on uh, uh, Tom Reed's show this weekend as well, uh, it seems to me. And he said that he brought up two articles. And this all ties in together. Came out of California, uh, two liberal uh, writers and two separate um, papers wrote this article on the same issue. And th- th- what they were pitching is that uh, needing to abolish parenthood. Bottom line is, parents when they have children, they need to turn them over to the government because they're not safe in parents' hands. You know this is where it's going, brother. But the fact that they're putting it in the conversation into the public trying to inoculate it. Of course we're going to respond and say, So hey, they're bringing no. back
0: they're bringing back the Hitler youth, brother? Right,
1: man. Sweet. This is So you see all the shades of of history. That's why they want to destroy or ignore history, right? They, don't they know pulled
0: know down a uh, New York uh, pulled down the statue of Teddy Roosevelt this week. You mm-hmm. saw that, right? Because mm-hmm. he's obviously racist. Uh it's Nobody amazing. can tell us exactly how, but you know, he is. They'll be blowing up Mount Rushmore next. Um you know, we only have a few minutes left in the show, but, um, th- there is, there is hope brother because of, yes. you know, you and I are still here. We're not being yep. canceled. You can still listen. You can tell, uh, Alexa to play, uh, Doug and Marty versus the world. And she'll just start playing the show. And, uh, we're, you know, so far I haven't got kicked off of Facebook. I did have a post removed though. When I talked about the 10,000 dead from the, the, yep. the yep. CDC nineteen yep. vaccine, um, but we, we are on the edge of, of, of a great awakening. And mm-hmm. I believe that, the, that America is wired for freedom. We're not wired for lockdowns. We're not wired for you will buy this product, you will do this thing. You know, mm-hmm. for years they said, my body, my choice when it came to abortion. But now they're like, oh, it's not your body anymore, right? Now, are mm-hmm. they gonna, what's next? Are they going to force abortions? You know, I mean, that's what they do in China, right? That's what I do. Yeah. The one child policy. Remember it was Aust- only Austria, right? The, the mm-hmm. sound of music. We love this. I love the sound of music. One of my favorite movies, favorite, you mm-hmm. know, musicals uh, mandated vaccines for all residents age 18 and over. How would yep. that fly brother? Would you run out and get that vaccine brother?
1: No, um, <laughs> brother, and of course Australia actually. You, this, you, again. you,
0: you yeah. say it this way. You say nine, nine,
1: nine, nine. That's right. And the, <laughs> so you have UK back saying we're not gonna do it anymore. Uh, yeah,
0: British Boris,
1: <laughs> your own. PM Great for Boris. You. Yeah,
0: Boris and, and have, Natasha. Boris got busted. You know, busted uh, violating his own. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know.
1: But at least he's like, all right, fine. I blew it. I can't hold on to it. You shouldn't have to either. British citizens, go about, about your way and make your own choices. Basically, be free free and and live or die uh, based on your own choices in your own life which is the way it's supposed to be uh, and I'm looking for more of that more of a Ron DeSantis uh, viewpoint here in the. US. Uh, what a great governor. I wish we had one like that maybe we will someday very soon hopefully
0: yeah Come on. <laughs> I'd vote I'd vote for you brother. Uh, New York State Supreme Court Justice Thomas Rademacher, I think I just a just a rad dude. Uh ruled that <laughs> health, health Commissioner Mary Bassett didn't have the authority to issue an emergency regulation last year requiring masks in indoor settings. etc. What do you think of that brother?
1: I think it's fantastic. I think that story, along with the story that OSHA, the federal basically the Biden administration behind the scenes in his cabinet, removed their mandate to, to force employees with 100 employees or more to vaccinate their employees under the threat of termination or fine after the Supreme Court stayed the order. So I think that Supreme Court, the cookies are crumbling. The facade is, the wall is coming down brick by brick, brother. It's being yeah. exposed. I think people had enough and more and more of this, like, no, this doesn't hold up. This doesn't have constitutional muster.
0: So it's, it's, there's good news, people. Uh, And we're, we're kind of going around the world real fast here, just wrapping up our, our weekly broadcast. But, um, can you believe this is the last weekend of, of January already, brother? No. Where did the time go? All right. So we've got Ukraine. We've got, uh, we've got a possible, maybe, you know, border crossing of Ukraine. Of course, our borders are wide open. Anybody come on in, um, and at the same time, China flies 39 military aircraft into Taiwan airspace, and they say nothing, brother.
1: Nothing. I know this right here. This is a travesty. But they're worried about getting our people out of Ukraine. Biden is a is a Biden and his administration is a wreck. They're keeping our soldiers. If your kids are in the military now, I'd be praying for them right now because a commander in chief is not a good commander in chief. I'm just saying
0: well uh that's it you can uh you can find uh past episodes of doug and marty versus the world at dougandmarty.com you can tell your echo or your smart device hey play doug and marty versus the world and uh lo and behold podcasts will come out you can also contact us by going to dougandmarty.com and hitting the contact button we'd love to hear from you it's great you know you can do it and we're behind you right marty That's right, 100%. This is Doug and Marty versus
1: the world. I'm Marty McClendon. I'm Doug Bassler. See you next time. Bye-bye.